Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Hello everyone, welcome to a special bonus episode of Weisscast. With me, Jacob Moore. He's back from the dead, I'm people. back. I was dead for like two weeks. Not really, I was really just dead for a week. I don't know what happened to the other week. Uh, you were gone at one point. Oh, I guess it was yeah. only two weeks because I missed yeah. this past week. Jalen did it because I was at a concert last night. Yeah. And then last week I had the flu. Yeah. Okay, so it was only two weeks. Yeah. It feels like a lot longer though. It feels it like it's been like four. Yeah, it really does. I don't know. Well, yeah, I went to a concert last night. I went to saw Beartooth at Iron City in Birmingham, Alabama. Ooh. I've never been to Iron City uh, venue. It's very, very nice venue. Highly recommended. The staff was very nice. Um, you should check them out. Uh, they, I mean, the Beartooth is a metal band, so it was a metal show. Yeah. But I was talking to one of the staff members there, and they said that a bunch of other people performed there. Uh, Mason Ramsey is actually performing there in November. So if I was in the area, I would go see Mason Ramsey. But uh, like other people, like Chris Stapleton has been there. Wow. Um, it's kind of a smaller, intimate place. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to like these bigger names. Like, there's been some big names there. But anyways, this is a special episode. Uh, we're going to be doing some articles. Yeah. Uh, kind of a little uh, sorry for missing last week's episode. Yeah, and we're, we're posting this uh, because last night's episode was also kind of a... Uh, a special episode where we only did highlights. Ooh. So, uh, if you haven't checked that out, check that out. Um, this is essentially two parts of a whole episode just broken down so we can have two releases to kind of keep on our schedule. Yeah. So, I'm going start to us, start us off. If y'all did not know, I am very passionate about soccer. Or football if you're in the rest of the world. Uh, and one of my international teams that I follow is Aston Villa. Aston Villa is in the Division 2 in the English Football League, uh, which is a championship series. They are currently in the playoffs, so they're looking, they're looking, they're, they're close to, uh, to breaking through and being promoted to the Premier League. They got really close last year, did they not? They did. They, uh, they were in the championship. They lost to Fulham. Fulham went to the Premier League. Fulham hasn't done too well in the Premier League mm-hmm. recently. Um, sorry, David, about your loss of your team being promoted. They didn't get relegated, so that's good. For a while there, it looked like they were. But what I want to talk about is something I've never seen in a soccer match. So, it's a 72nd minute going into mm-hmm. this game. Very important game. Playoffs are on the line. They are, both teams in this game, Leeds United and Aston Villa, have both already clinched a playoff place. But winning would definitely help. It would help. Going into this, Aston Villa has not lost the last 11 games. Wow. And 10 of them, they have won. Wow. So... It's a pretty big deal. In the 72nd minute, Leeds attacks a Aston Villa player. Go, he goes down. He's hurt. It was also a pretty bad foul. Mm-hmm. Ref missed it. It happens. No big deal. Right before that, Leeds United player had gone down injured. So Aston Villa, as they were attacking, stopped and played the ball out. Mm-hmm. It's an unspoken rule in soccer. You play the ball out. Someone's hurt. You allow the, you allow them to be taken. Yeah. Looked at. Leeds goes to the sideline as if they were going to play the ball out, and then they looked downfield. Shot the ball or kicked the ball downfield and proceeded to score. So now they're winning 1 0 after looking like they were going to do the sportsman like thing and kick the ball out. Big fight breaks out. 
Aston Villa gets a red card. One of their players gets ejected. That red card later gets taken away after looking at video evidence. So that's nice to, that we'll be able to have uh, him back in the game. But then this is the part that I've never seen. The Leeds manager, or the Aston Villa manager, tells the Leeds manager, you should make your team allow us to score because that's the sportsmanlike thing to do. We all stopped playing because we thought you were kicking it out. So the Leeds United manager tells them, hey, let them score. Mm-hmm. And they go in a score. The game ends with a 1-1 draw. Mm. I've never seen anything like it. And it was impressive. I I commend the Leeds United manager for sportsmanlike and, and keeping that up. And uh, it's it's something that it's kind of controversial. There's a lot of people that are saying, like, the Leeds United should not have allowed them Aston Villa to score. They should have just kicked the ball out. And, yeah. Or they should have just they should have just kept playing the game because you played to the whistle. But I feel like more people are commending commending Leeds and saying, you know what, they 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 were playing very cheeky, making it look like they were going to kick the ball out, and then they went and scored. Y'all did the right thing by allowing them to score. So it was a really interesting night uh, in soccer. But it, to say the least, both teams are still in the playoffs. So yeah. Uh, there's a possibility that they can meet up in the finals. Wow. Um, so that will be a very, very heated match if mm-hmm. they end up in the finals. I think the finals might even be at Aston Villa. Wow. So they that played, would be huge. They played at Leeds this past game. What you got? So uh, my first article, um, it's actually more near and dear to both of us than uh, you might expect. So... Yesterday, um, Epic Games, maker of Fortnite and they, at previously Gears of War, um, actually purchased Psionics, hmm. who uh, developed Rocket League. Yeah. And so... Um, I love Rocket League. It, it is such a great game. Um, we really were on the Rocket League train, uh, especially when we lived together previously. Yes. Um, we, we played a lot Yeah, back between then. me, you, and our roommate Aaron Hargrove, yeah. we... We put in a lot of hours in Rocket League. We did. Uh, that was like the highlight of actually living there. I think we just mm-hmm. day drink and play a lot of Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. But um, some people are kind of worried about it um, because Epic has their own games launcher. Um, they're worried about it being taken off Steam. Um, I'm not too worried about it. There's a huge community yeah. around Rocket League. I don't, there see, is. I don't see it being an issue. I feel like... Um, it's kind of a natural fit. I don't know why Fortnite and Rocket League seem to go together in my head for some reason. Um, I don't put them t- together, but... I think it's just because they're both kind of cartoony, you know? Um, I mean, Rocket League obviously is all about the cars, where Fortnite's all about, like, the building, char- the building and, and the characters. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it'd be kind of cool to see um, what Psionics can do at Epic. Yeah. Um, see if the resources that Epic has pushes them to split some team from from the Rocket League game to do another game. I don't know. Maybe, uh, like, I know that there's this um, car-based Battle Royale game out right now on Steam called Not My Car. It's really fun. It'd be really cool to see an experienced uh, physics-based car game uh, developer create something like that. Um, because I, I've played not my car a couple times. It's a lot of fun, but it definitely needs some polish. Um, but yeah, it, it's really interesting to see that this is developed. Um, like I said, I'm not too worried. People are worried that 
they're not going to sell it on the Steam on Steam at all, or they're just going to completely take it off. Um, I don't think they would take you, it off. Mm-mm. They're not going to screw over customers like that. Yeah, they they've they've earned so much money from that. I don't yeah. I don't see them being like, yeah, we're going to be jerks and just take it off. Yeah, and I I don't know this for a fact, but I still I feel like that PlayStation is still their most popular platform um, for Rocket League. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I know for a while their PC was. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure what the demographic looks like right now. Yeah, but... Also, I mean, I haven't played in months. So. I haven't played in months either, but I, I want to get back into it. Um, this Reading this article just really kind of stoked the nostalgia in me. Um, because I, I just... I really enjoy Rocket League. I'm terrible at it, but it's still a lot of fun. Yeah. What you got next? Uh, next up, so uh, moving on into some kind of techie stuff... Uh, so, you, do you remember the original GameCube wireless controller? Yeah, the Wayford. Yeah, it had that really bulky thing that you plugged into the GameCube, and then it would sync yeah. up to your controller and you played. Well, there's this company out there that is taking GameCube controllers and modding them to be truly wireless Whoa. with the Switch. Um, and so, I don't think it would ever become like big in the competitive world. I, I don't know what the input lag is on it, but I imagine there definitely is a bigger input lag yeah. than, say, the Pro Controller, which is still pretty high input lag mm-hmm. um, comparatively. But it, it is interesting to see that this GameCube controller uh, is a controller that uh, it's old. Yeah. <laughs> it's old, but Nintendo's on their fourth console since, since yeah. the GameCube was released. But people are still adamant fans of the GameCube controller. It's one of the most comfortable controllers. It it really is. And but on the flip side of that, I think I think the the Pro controller will take over that. I think it will I too. I think and we'll see in three years or three generations of consoles, mm-hmm. we'll see the Pro controller being the controller that generations go to. They're like, oh no, like I have to use my Pro controller. Yeah. And I, I, it's just really interesting. What's the name of this company? I'm, I'm curious. Um, I do not remember. I saw this article whenever I had the flu, uh-huh. and I vaguely read the name, and I went and looked at it. I cannot remember the name. Because if you can find it, uh, share it with yeah, me. Yeah, if I can find it, I'll let you know. Because I actually have a Wavebird that I lost the dongle for, and I've been really sad that I can't use it. Um, so if... I could get this modded. I would oh, be yeah, able so to you, use it. But again. they're modding all controllers. So like they're taking like a, a previously wired controller. They cut the wire, take it apart, and do something with the board huh. and make it a wireless controller. But so, still, yeah. I, I'd want to do this with my Wavebird. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what the name of the company is. I'll figure that out. Um, I'm sure I can find it in my history somewhere if I look back far enough. I I looked up a lot of things whenever I was sick. Yeah. Um, I mean, I laid in bed for like four days. There's kind of nothing to do when you're sick. You're yeah, just like I mean, I, watching TV and looking through articles. I had Breaking Bad on in the background. I watched like three seasons. I'm almost done. Uh, I realized the other day that I spent way too much time watching Breaking Bad. If I would like halfway apply the time that I put to Breaking Bad, just like something productive, I'd probably be a millionaire by now. <laughs> uh, my next article is also video game, video game related. Um, did you know that there's a video game Hall of Fame? No, I did not. doesn't surprise me, though. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me either, but um, recently Mortal Kombat, uh, the original one, the arcade one, um, and Super Mario Kart got inducted to the Video Game Hall of Fame. Interesting. Um, I feel like it's about time that... Yeah. Uh, at least Super Mario Kart. Mario Kart's a pretty 
pretty respected game. It is. Uh, it, it started it all for um, cartoon kart racers. Yeah. Um, I huge fan of the Mario Kart franchise. Not so much Mortal Kombat. Um, I've never really been into fighting games like that, um, and I can't exactly pinpoint why. Um, maybe I just didn't grow up playing them. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I never grew up playing them. Um, but whenever I did play them, I, I enjoyed them. They were yeah. fun. The ones that I do like, like uh, so the current Mortal Kombat developers, NetherRealm, um, actually were former, formerly known as Midway, um, who created Mortal Kombat. Their their game uh, Injustice with the DC characters, I really enjoy. I think I think I don't enjoy Mortal Kombat because it, I didn't grow up with them and I don't know their characters. That's fair. Um, That's fair. And that's uh, that's part of the reason why I love Mario Kart so much because I grew up with those Mario that, characters. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but both have great followings, cult followings. Um, a lot of people swear by Mortal Kombat. Um, we actually just had lunch with a guy um, named Alex who loves Mortal Kombat. Um, Did not know that. Yes, he he is a huge Mortal Kombat fan. Um, Doesn't surprise me. He seems like one that would be. Yeah. Um, so from what I know about him, not because of his <laughs> personality or anything. Yeah. But he, or this, this is huge because there's a lot of games um, that have been uh, inducted that um, you'd think, oh yeah, that game's definitely in there. So like, um, actually, here's a few that missed out this year um, that probably will make it in eventually. Uh, Asteroids. Interesting. The original Call of Duty. Uh, the original. See, I don't like the original Call of Duty. The original Metroid. Um, Never played it. Minecraft. Minecraft? I should not be in the Hall of Fame. I think it's it's broken so many records. It has, but it should not be in the Hall of Fame. It sucks. I say that, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks in the sense of, like... At, like if you're going to allow, like, some... Uh, if you're going to allow a game that some 12-year-old can pick up and just build a big old penis in the sky... Yeah. ...in the Hall of Fame with no very, 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 very loose storyline then anything can be in the hall of fame it's true minecraft's less of a game more virtual legos um yeah which isn't a bad thing but i i don't i don't see it getting in the hall of fame uh for being a game i see it for getting in there for breaking ridiculous records yeah i can see that what you got next coming up next uh the game that we we come to know and love apex legends heard of it uh yeah if you haven't heard of it then y'all probably haven't listened to the last month and a half of episodes we talked about it at least once a month yeah once a week i mean anyways uh i was reading this article that this redditor this guy on reddit if you can't shit you know what redditor is uh is arguing and trying to get a respawn to add more stats to the game so if you know anything about the game whenever you you win uh it just pops up like you are the champions and then it gives you the your squads and mm -hmm. it'll be like two kills, this much damage, or whatever, yeah. or, like, whatever. And so they're wanting them to do more things, like, they're wanting them to have, like, the banners of everyone you killed show up underneath your name. Yeah. Like, show what level you are, what level they were, mm -hmm. and maybe how much damage, like, you dealt to them. Yeah. So that way you, you can have a better understanding of, like, what you're actually doing in a firefight. Like, mm -hmm. did I actually kill that person? Like, there's been several games where, like, we didn't win, but, like, I would just like randomly take a shot down range and I would hit someone and I would get the kill because I was the last bullet that hit him, but I would get a kill with, like five damage. 
Yeah. And like whenever you're playing like a, a game, if you get like six or seven kills, like you want to see like the stats spread yeah. out. It's kind of nice to be able to see like who's actually contributing what to mm-hmm. like what firefights. Um, so that'd be really interesting to see. I think I think it'd be a good spot, especially if they're wanting to get more competitive. Speaking of getting more competitive, I read an article as well that talked about them rumoring. So right now, PUBG has at the end of every single match, you can go back and replay the match and look at a replay of it, mm-hmm. and you can see where everyone's at on the map, and you can follow and like it shows them a tr- like a track of the the way they took. And you can see like who they kill, where they kill them. So like that way, you could like essentially follow yourself and just be like, cool. Like where did, where was I getting shot? Like where's my weakness in my game? Yeah. Or you could like replay your the match you just played and like look at someone that just won and like I hmm. want to look at their their strategy and see like what can I learn from their strategy to make my strategies better. So I think that'd be something very beneficial that uh, they could add to Apex, um, especially with them trying to be more competitive. They're kind yeah. of losing some of the edge right now. They are. But I think the following that they have now is more of a faithful following. Kind yeah. of like what we saw with Fortnite when it first started, it it blew up. But, the, I mean, eventually you it, you hit a bubble and you burst. And it's the same with and, PUBG. And you go down. But the people you have playing Love Fortnite it. now, they're diehard fans. Yeah. And the same with PUBG. People playing PUBG are diehard fans. People playing Apex, they're going to be around for a while. So it's time to add more more things like that that's beneficial to the diehard fans and less beneficial of like trying like hey like we just want to get the numbers. Yeah, out. something I would like to see is a chart or a table with all of the legends and the kills with each legend, the wins. Yes, I would like damage right now. If you don't know anything about the game, if I so there's uh, like eight different uh, like eight or nine eight legends you can play with. If I want to look at the stats for my legends, I have to go look, click on each individual legend, scroll through some a couple pages to find it. <coughs> Excuse me. I want to have it where it's all on one page. You just have the names listed mm-hmm. out and all the stats in a, in a chart. Mm-hmm. It'd be a lot easier just to be able to see like who am I doing really well with, who am I not doing well with. Yeah. But and because I play a lot, I kind of know who I do well with, who I don't. But I'm I'm a huge fan of stats. I am too, especially in a game like that when I'm super into it and invested in it. Yeah. Um, I haven't really been super invested in a game like that in a while, um, so I really want to know how I'm doing with certain characters. Um, my next article is actually, it, it's really interesting to me. Um, I know that wearable tech is kind of, it's not really a hot topic, it's kind of gone down in interest recently. Um, with popularity and smartwatches going down um, as a whole. But um, there is a smartwatch with 30-day battery life. That's ridiculous. And apparently more features than the Apple Watch. How? How is it 30-day battery life? I have no idea. Um, How big is this thing? It's down... Is it like 4 inches thick? It's down to $73. What? On Amazon. Um, Uh, It's only on Amazon? It's... well, what's the name of this watch? The Amazfit Bip Smartwatch. The Amazfit Bit Bip Bip with a B. Yeah, there it is. I found it. Yeah, so that's pretty sleek. I've actually seen a decent amount of reviews and uh, people wear this. It looks nice. It's got four and a half stars on at Walmart. Yeah, it has a heart rate monitor, built-in GPS uh, to accu- accurately track. Uh, steps taken, uh, calories burned, distance travel, quality of sleep. I don't know why you need a GPS to track your quality of sleep, but 
Um, whatever. Uh, because it uses motion sensors to tell, like, so it uses a combination of heart rate and motion sensors to tell if you're restless or not. Oh, okay. Um, but also has sports modes for running, treadmill, cycling, and walking. Interesting. Um, to give you more detailed insights for your frequent activities. Um, it also has a companion app, and you can get uh, one-way notifications, so you can't respond to anything, which I actually kind of like. Um, I like just Yeah, getting... I don't want to be able to respond. I just want to be able to get a notification. Yeah. Um, and something with my smartwatch, which I actually haven't set up on my new phone, and I've had my new phone for over a month. Um, I, I just haven't set it up, and whenever I do set it up, I know I'm going to be tempted to like use it mm -hmm. for... A distraction, and that's not the point of the watch. So, um, reading a lot of good things about this thing, um, I might actually sell my watch. It's um, 1.1 ounces. Yeah. Super light. Um, Jeez. I'm, I'm really thinking about selling my watch. Uh, I bought it for 150 I could probably sell it for 100 bucks and just get this guy. It, um, so, it looks like the uh, the Pebble 2. It does. The, the graphics-wise. Yes. Wise. And so that's my that my one downfall is I my next smartwatch. So I have a Fitbit right now. It's not, right. My, it's not my Fitbit. I have the Fitbit Charge Three, I believe it is. It's my girlfriend's. I stole it from her. But uh, I don't like how pixely it is mm -hmm. on here, and it's like this is still probably about the same as this one. Mm -hmm. And with the Amaze Fitbit, I would imagine with the screen's bigger, it's like the size of an I Apple Watch. I would yeah. expect there to be a little bit better graphics, personally. But it's seventy three dollars. Yeah, the art, the one downside I'm reading about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, besides the cannot respond, lacks music storage and control, so you can't control the music with it. Ooh, uh, that's and almost a deal breaker. Heart rate and step measurements are not always accurate. But it's really hard to get super accurate with, like, with eighty bucks. Well, with any step thing, because like you said, oh, no, my Fitbit's pretty accurate, but only. Like the other day, like that one time when I was in my car driving, yeah. that was, that was, a conditional. Right. And so in case you, in case you know what I'm talking about, my, the other day, my my tires were really bad. My car started shaking, and in a span of like an hour, it said that my like I'd registered like two or three thousand steps, um, which I was standing still, or sitting still driving. But that's just because I my my steering wheel was shaking so much that I was in the motion as if I was like running with my hands. So, like, I understand that. Other than that, it's been very precise. Yeah, um, I'd say most trackers are like that. Um, if, if there's circumstances where the arm that you're moving, or the arm that you have your watch on is, like, I don't know, like, you, your arm was shaking because of the car. But it was a combination um, of shaking and, and the GPS recognizing that I was moving. Yes. And it's so like, if I'm sitting here shaking this right now... Yeah. So I'm at, well, hold on. See, it didn't go up at all. Okay. And so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you want to spend more, spend a little bit more money, you're going to get a better quality uh, with your your measurements and your tracking. I've also thought about getting whatever the higher-end Fitbit is, the one that with the smart. Oh, uh, yeah. The, it's like the Verge Reviews or something. Something like that. It yeah. also looks like an Apple Watch. Yeah. Um, but maybe I just want an Apple Watch. Maybe you should. Maybe I should talk to my counselor about this. Um, Maybe you should. <laughs> the Enneagram is the sexiest personality quiz in town. <laughs> that was just scrolling through my Google articles, like recommendations. That was one of them. I'm saving that one for later. So, do you have any more articles? Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I was, so I've read this article talking about uh, how I've been charging my smartphone wrong. Huh. Which, I mean, I think you and I both know that uh, most modern phones have built-in, uh, like, computers that allow it to not ch- overcharge. So, for example, uh, in the article actually says that uh, Samsung and Apple, they don't care about it. Mm-hmm. And so they're not going to be as precise with, like, keeping your phone's battery life stable, which I found really interesting. Yeah, because those are the two largest yeah, so it shows that like they're 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 really just in it for the money. They want you to buy a new phone. Yeah. Whereas Google was talking about uh, the Pixel has built in where like if I plug in my phone and it reaches one hundred percent, it's not going to keep charging my phone. It's going to register that the charger is still plugged in, and it's going to turn off the charging port. But as soon as my my phone drops below one hundred, then it will charge it back to one hundred. Hmm. Uh, so that's kind of nice. But they still say like you know keeping your phone. At 100 is not always the best thing. And that's, that's something that I found really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it, I recommend, like, so if you're going to be storing your phone for a long time, say, like, you're going on a trip and you don't need your phone and you're going to be gone for, like, a week. I always thought, like, the best thing to do would be, like, charge your phone to up to 100, turn it off, put it away. But that's not what they're saying is accurate. They're saying that so the uh, lithium-ion batteries, they still deteriorate even if it's powered off. Yeah. And they're saying that at 100, it's going to deteriorate faster. And that the better charge to keep it at, if you're going to store a phone, is between 30 to 50%. So I found that really interesting. I think that might be very beneficial uh, for anyone that ever has to store a phone. Uh, if you're going to store a phone for any amount of time, even if it's just for like a day or two, uh, make, it, make it go down to 30 to 50%. Uh, store there. You're, you're, you'll see uh, a longer life in your phone. That's if you obviously store your phone a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, I just found it interesting. <coughs> that was the last of my articles. Um, I have one more article, and it actually stems from a picture that our friend Aaron Hargrove sent to us. Um, Razer, the uh, computer computer accessory computer accessory manufacturer. They and, also have some computer. Yeah. Um, they mainly they have like they they're specialized in like keyboards and mouses. Yes, very gaming centered centric. Um, they are building a toaster, like a toaster for bread, possibly with LED support. It's bread to win. Yes. That's what the uh, advertisement says. It's, yes. That's, I find it hilarious. Um, it started out as a joke, as most things like this do. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how the, uh, the boring company's, um, flamethrower started out. Um. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Why would that be a joke? That's awesome. Um, I mean, so so are toasters. Toasters are awesome. I don't know. I have a really nice toaster. Um, but uh, they said as of today, the page has crossed one million likes, Sheesh. and apparently, several people are willing to get razor toaster tattoos. Dude, I'd get one. And therefore, pushed the total effective like count up to one million without actually hitting that number. As a result, uh, the I guess this is the CEO. His name is Ming Liang Tan. Sure. Has sounds, acknowledged uh, sounds right. their accomplishment, and Razor will now build the toaster. Yes. Um, if I know, the toaster we need. If I know Razor, it's going to have great build quality. Or uh, crappy build quality. Or crappy build quality. The I choice, don't know. The choice is theirs. I'm just thinking back to our friend Justin who bought a Razor computer and then it broke. Well, that wasn't the that was the internals. I mean, it's still his fault. Yeah, <laughs> I he, say his fault because he he bought it refurbished, user refurbished off yeah. eBay. Don't ever buy anything user refurbished. Never. 
Um, anyways, um, they're building this. It's probably going to be well built, but overpriced. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely will be overpriced. So if you want Razor's logo on your toast every morning with your jam and your butter or whatever you have your toast with, hit up Razor, RazorZone.com. I think that's what it's called. And uh, get your toast. I don't know when it'll be available for pre-order. I'll probably buy seven. Jeez. Because I'm a big fan of toast. Look out, Aaron Hargrove. Why don't you just buy one and then just use that one seven times every morning? You would save yourself so much money. Nah, man. I got the cash. I don't think you do, man. You're unemployed. That's true. For now. Yeah. But hopefully uh, things things will take off soon in the employment route. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it will. You, I mean, you have a job lined up. You're just not. Really, you're not unemployed. You're in between. I'm, I'm. I'm in. I'm experienced the transience of life. You're in between employed. Yes, I am, folks. That's all the articles that we have. Like we said, it was a shorter episode. Um, we still have a song. Um, we're not doing twenty questions today. Today, whatever it is. Um, Do we want to tell them about the potential the the break coming up? Oh yeah. So. When did we want to start this? Week after next? Yeah. Week after next? So Yeah, so next week will be the last episode for a little bit. Yes. Um, it's going to be a huge episode, though. Um, yeah, it's going to be like four hours. I don't think it's going to be four hours. It won't be four hours. Um, it will be huge. Um, we'll probably record maybe in the morning because we're we're wild like that. Yeah, I actually um, have plans that afternoon. I do, too. So Wait, That works out good. Um, yeah, but anyways, so if you did not, if you haven't been picking up on what we're talking about, uh, I'm making a, a move to Arizona. Yep. Uh, Aaron is making a move up to Atlanta. We're both in an area of life where we're making some pretty big transitional moves. Yes. And so we're in a position where, you know, we can't really just... It would be easier in transition to be able to allow us to focus on the things we need to focus on. For example, yes. I start my master's program next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like we just need to make sure we're focusing on some life stuff. But we're going to try to figure out how to make... Uh, the podcast will work in us being in multiple locations, yes. but I mean, if not, we'll if if it's not me, we'll find, I'm sure they'll they'll still live. If it's not me every week, it might be me once a month. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, but next week is like I said, it's going to be a big episode. I've actually invited uh, Jalen to come with us. What a three man crew? Um, actually, three man and a woman. What? Rebecca has agreed what? to come on the podcast. Rebecca, my second favorite Rebecca is coming? Yes. Um, so look out for that. It's going to be a huge episode with four people. Um, four people, one mic. One mic. You do the math. You do the math. I mean, I guess we could technically... We could... We could... We could work it out somehow, but... We can, we can test it. We, we can. Te- we could technically do four people, two mics. Yeah, we could. That probably would be better. That probably would be better. We can test it. Yeah, we'll test it. Um, we'll we'll get things tested out. We want to make sure to have the best quality episode for before our hiatus. Um, because we're taking a hiatus, that does not mean we won't be posting podcasts, though. We will still have at least once a month throughout the summer. Oh, man. We got the double number. Total listens to all of our podcasts. 666. Please, for the love of God, listen to this podcast. Please do it. Um Gosh. This Sorry, I don't know what made me think to look up how many listens we had. This is Aaron and Jacob saying Goodbye. Goodbye. Spin the track. Brandy Jane. Dr. Mario Fever. 
Deuces.